0: This is The Jerry Callahan Show.
1: Well, his name is George Santos. At least I think that's his name. He's a congressman-elect from New York, and he lied about everything. I mean, everything. Uh, And now uh, Democrats and the media are calling for Santos to resign. And all I'm going to say is, I'm in. I agree. I think George Santos should resign before taking office and... I think every politician who lied their way into office should resign. Let's set a whole new standard here. George Santos out. Liz Warren out. Joe Biden out. Hey, let's apply the rule to everybody. I'm I'm, I'm all in. Let's do it. Uh, Donald Trump did another interview with a Trump hating media outlet. And when it was over, he said, hey, they did it to me again. (laughs) They lied to me. They said they love me. God will he ever learn? I'm, I'm just gonna, uh, I'm just gonna guess. No, he will not. And you'll be surprised to know, the reporter he did the interview with was kind of an attractive blonde woman. <laughs> I think I'm giving up on Trump ever wising up and learning what the media is really up to. Joe Biden is settling in right now on a uh, chair by the pool in Saint Croix, having a uh, Virgin daiquiri, while people are freezing to death still. In Buffalo, the death toll rises and Joe Biden uh, goes on vacation. It's amazing. We'll look back to the time that Ted Cruz did that. Ted Cruz went to Cancun in the middle of a storm and uh, the media had kind of a different reaction. You'll be surprised to hear big, big time, big, big year for uh, transphobes. Matt Walsh from Daily Wire was named Transphobe of the Year by New Republic. Congratulations to Matt. And Libs of TikTok uh, reveals herself. She goes public. We get to look at her. We get to meet her. And we get to uh, salute her because she's doing amazing work. We'll show you exactly what Libs of TikTok does to earn the wrath of the media and the left and the trans mob. It's, it's a great service, uh, but they're going to come. They're going to double down. They're going to come after her like never before. And uh, I think that's a tribute to Libs of TikTok. But we'll show you exactly what Libs of TikTok does. Uh, We'll get into that and lots more on today's Callahan show brought to you by MyPillow. Today's show is sponsored by MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com and use code word Jerry for huge discounts. It's that time of year. It's time to start thinking about the holidays, thinking about Christmas and this is how you make it easy. You go to mypillow.com. You get the standard MyPillow, normally $69.98 for only $19.98. With code word Jerry, MyPillow is made in the USA. It comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you'll ever sleep on, and it makes a great Christmas gift. Get it now and support this show and strike back against cancel culture. My pillow. Isn't available in big box stores and you know why, but you can get factory direct pricing. If you order from MyPillow.com using code word, Jerry, not only can you get the pillows, you can get the geezer sheets, buy one, get one free half office slippers. They have the greatest slippers in the world. Six piece towel set, regular one Oh nine 99, just 39 99 with code word Jerry over 150 products at MyPillow.com. Check it out. It really makes Christmas shopping easy. Just go to MyPillow.com and use promo code Jerry. All right, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna uh, take George Santos aside here briefly. Briefly, he's uh, a congressman elect. He he flipped a district in New York that I believe one went 19 percent for the Democrat two years ago went nine percent for him. Big win. Part of the uh, Lee Zeldin coattails in New York's third district. Um, how did he do it? He just, he just lied. This is a, uh, this is, uh, as if George Costanza were running for Congress. He just said, you know what I'll do? I'll make up a resume. I'll see if it flies. I'll see if they catch me. And you know what? They didn't. He said he was, uh, he, he said he graduated from Baruch college. He didn't. He said he worked for Goldman Sachs and Citigroup. He didn't. He said he was Jewish and he wasn't. And when he was caught, he said, no, actually I said I was Jewish, because somebody on his maternal grandmother's side was Jewish once upon a time, he just lied about everything. And he got away with it. The media and the Democrats dropped the ball. They had to do a little bit of opposition research. They didn't, um, they didn't even know from what I could tell that he was married to a woman and dumped the woman for a man and decided or came out and said he was gay. I think that's telling that's tells you something that that in this day and age, I think we've come a long way. That is a political advantage to say you're a Jewish gay guy when you might maybe you might not necessarily be a Jewish gay guy. But it worked. He won. He won easily. And then when it was all over, uh, I believe the New York Times and others took a deep dive, took a look at his resume and realized he was making it all up. (laughs) <laughs> and who's to blame for that? Obviously, he's a liar. Obviously, he would not have won if we knew the truth, if we knew that he wasn't uh, legit. But they, they could have done this, you know, two months ago. They could have done it when you're supposed to do it. That's generally what the media's job is in, in, in New York and in most of the country. The media's job is to help the Democrats get elected. Uh, they didn't do it. The Democrats could have done a little opposition research and fed it to their uh, to their allies in the media and said, look, he never worked at Citigroup. He never worked at Goldman Sachs. This wasn't even this was easy stuff, man. Check on his college diploma. He just made he didn't He admits now he didn't go to any college. <laughs> he just just totally made it up. He said he did some like contractor work for Goldman Sachs and Citigroup and never worked there there's like nothing on the level with this guy. He's a complete fraud. And I hate frauds, I hate liars. If, if, you know, if I, I'm gonna join in the chorus to say he should step down, he should resign. But with a little caveat, uh, if you will, they all, everybody who lied on their resume, who lied about their background, who lied about their, uh, their history, they should resign as well. I mean, let's be honest. You can't say, let's just have this guy resign and leave Liz Warren in office, can you? I mean, what sense does that make? You can't have this guy make him resign and Dick Blumenthal, who lied about fighting in Vietnam. I would say that's a more egregious lie than, uh, than saying that you uh, graduated from Baruch College, which, by the way... Where is, that? I never heard of that Baruch or Barack or something college. Uh, but whatever, he, he lied about having a college degree, which is a basic embellishment on any resume, isn't it? I mean, if you're applying for an entry level job as a whatever insurance agent and you put, yeah, I got a bachelor's degree and they check, you don't get the job, right? I mean, you're, you're a liar, but how is it, how is it that this guy should resign for lying to the voters when Liz Warren lied to everybody for years, Liz Warren would not be in, she would not have accomplished anything if she didn't lie about her resume, if she didn't say she was an Indian, a, a Native American and steal a position, uh, a a job in in at, at Harvard and other places. She lied every step of the way. Baruch College is in New York City? I didn't even know that. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's a fine institution but I wouldn't know. And neither would George Santos because he didn't go there. But uh, it is funny. There are Republicans coming down on him now saying they want an ethics investigation. But I've been reading a lot of stories about this. There is no mechanism. They can't stop him unless he quits, which he's not going to quit. We'll, we'll, we'll play his interview with uh, Tulsi Gabbard. I don't think he's all that contrite. I think he's laughing at us right now saying, Hey, I took a shot. I pulled it off. What are you going to do? I'm a Congressman and he is. And if history tells us anything, he just has to weather the storm because we all knew, uh, you know, Liz Warren's a liar. Everybody knows it. Even, even the Boston globe knows it. Her, her, the, the media wing for her campaign, even I mean, the media knows Dick Blumenthal's a liar. And how can you support Joe Biden and demand George San- Santos uh, resign? How is that possible? Would you like to go over some of uh, uh, the resume enhancements on um, on Joe Biden's resume? Uh, Joe Biden's history. What, should we take a look back at at, at the stories? Oh, by the way, here's 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 a story that the New York Times uh, did. It basically admitting, what a liar he is. The headline in the New York Times: Biden, storyteller in chief, spins yarns that often unravel. So he spins yarns. This this man who lied about everything spins yarns. The do um, you think they'll say that about George Santos? You think the New York Times will say he's a storyteller who spins yarns? <laughs> it's, I love this story. I mean, obviously the guy's a liar to a fraud, but it just shines the light of hypocrisy on the Democrats in the media. And and we'll get to the double standard they're applying to to Joe Biden versus Ted, Ted Cruz. I kind of, I'm kind of enjoying that too, but let's uh, take a look. We got, we got a list. Uh, let me see, Tom Elliott. There's a few people on uh, online on Twitter who've done the uh, kind of uh, compiled the list of Joe Biden's. Resume enhancement. (laughs) So let me get this straight. Democrats who supported Joe Biden, who voted for Joe Biden, who think Joe Biden's doing a great job, demand a low-level backbencher from New York resign for lying on his resume. And yet they support a man who claims, you ready for this? He survived the House fire. He was arrested in a civil rights march. He was a star football player. He He drove 18 wheelers. He was arrested trying to go see Nelson Mandela. That could be my favorite. Uh, he was arrested on Robbins Island, trying to just totally made it up and still occasionally makes it up. His son was killed in Iraq. We know that's uh, something that he goes back to that's been debunked a thousand times. He, he uh, was the top of his class in college. He, he, <laughs> I don't even remember this one. He hit a 368-foot home run <laughs> remember that one? I don't remember that one. I should. He had his first job was in a timber company. Remember that one in Oregon? Mm-hmm. He told that one on the campaign trail. Um, the oil, inst- the oil rain. Remember the oily rain gave him cancer That's right. <laughs> and asthma. By the you, way, you would see it on the windshield wipers. Don't forget. Yes, the, the yeah, it was it was uh, cancer causing rain in Delaware. He won a fight against drug dealer Corn Pop. That's one of his more famous. A dead Amtrak worker awarded him for riding 1.8 million miles. He attended temple services every Sunday. Remember, he said he spent more time in, in a temple than most Jewish people. Poor he was raised was a in a Puerto American neighborhood. He worked as a college professor at the University of Pennsylvania. He never did. Uh, he hiked the <laughs> Some of these are hilarious. Joe Biden is pathological. I mean... Some of these help your resume and obviously help your reputation, but others are just silly. I mean, he just has a has an, uh, just this compunction. I mean, this compulsion, this reflex to enhance everything. He's so needy and insecure. He hiked the Himalayas with President G. Don't forget, uh, American can be described in one word. I live in the Himalayas with President G. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was to foot, him, uh, foot, foot. <laughs> that, that, that'll never not be funny. Um, hold on, I'm not through. <clears throat> he graduated with three degrees. His dad was an early gay marriage advocate. <laughs> that's another good
0: one. Oh, yeah. That's His right. father,
1: an old Irish Catholic guy in the 50s was a big supporter of gay marriage. That's right. (laughs) Uh, He attended Delaware State at HBCU school. He worked as a lifeguard. He never talked to his son about his overseas business dealings. That's always a good one. Remember he said he was going to go to Annapolis. He had an assignment uh, appointment to Annapolis, but Roger Staubach was there. So he couldn't, you know, win the starting QB job. So he went somewhere else. He has just lied about everything. So the people right now, the people in the media, on the New York, New York Times, MSNBC, uh, Democrats who are calling for Santos, a, again, a, a, a congressman-elect to resign before he takes office, they support that guy whose list of lies is longer than anybody in political history. Nobody, nobody could touch him. And you're going to demand he step down? Uh, okay, I'm. I'm in. I'm in. Let them make them step down. But you gotta go too, and you gotta go too, Liz Warren. We've seen your application where you write American Indian white Everybody's people. Everybody's seen it, unless you read the Globe. Everybody knows you're a total fraud and a liar who stole the rightful place of a Native American applicant to to Harvard, to 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 Penn, to uh, Houston, to other schools. That's how you got ahead. That's how you became a candidate for Senate. That's how you became a U.S. senator. Everything you've gotten is ill-gotten gains. You're no better than George Santos. Dick Blumenthal, you're worse. You say you fought in Vietnam when you didn't? Show me a lie that Santos told that's more offensive than that. So, show me well, that, he's, that he's Jewish? Well, who even cares about that? Like, you really think he got elected because he said he was Jewish? Uh, uh, that, he, that he worked for Goldman Sachs? Well, he worked for a company that did did business with Goldman Sachs. It's a lie. I, I you know I still think he should resign. But how is that worse than saying you fought in Vietnam? And you know who's leading the charge right now to get uh, Santos to resign? Eric Swalwell, a guy who slept with a Chinese spy who literally who literally banged Fang Fang, a Chinese spy. That guy thinks George Santos is beneath the office of Congressman. So here's why I love uh, Congressman elect George Costanza because he's showing the hypocrisy of all these people. He's, 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 he's putting them in a really tough spot. They want him to resign. They know he's a liar, but their guys are worse. (laughs) Their guys are, uh, their guys gotta go. If, if indeed, uh, this is the new standard, and I'm up for it. I don't want people like this in office. I'm up for this, this uh, new standard. I'm up for making them all resign. Today, George Santos resigns, Liz Warren resigns, Joe Biden resigns. Anybody up for that? Who wants to? Dick Blumenthal resigns, Eric Swalwell resigns. Sound good? You don't think that would improve the level of integrity in D.C.
0: on that day? Swalwell also had maybe the all-time fart on air. I don't know if you ever saw that.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't think that's a fireable offense, but yes, we know that Fallwell, Fallwell, Fartwell, Swallwell, Blue Gas on air in a live interview. That's a tough thing to live down, by the way. I think I'd rather be caught lying about my uh, my Jewish heritage than be caught that's why you, <laughs> that's, one on air.
0: that's why he slept with the Chinese spy to get people's minds off of them. <laughs> uh, uh, you
1: know she disappeared but uh, he came clean Not to really. the post this mo- on Monday obviously he knew the the New York Times had the goods on him and how frustrated is the New York Times right now they nothing they did, they live to get Democrats elected that's why the the, the former newspaper now it's just a It's just a a rag designed to advance the causes of of, of the Biden regime and Democrats. That's what they exist for. And if they had this in October, they would have won the seat for Democrats, which is what they live for. And they didn't. They were slow at the switch and and Santos got elected by the voters and now there's nothing they can do. You know what he should do? Santos should go on TV. He went on TV. We'll get to it. But two two middle fingers up and say screw you I'm, I'm a congressman now and you can't do anything about it that's what he should really do he spoke to the post on monday new york post came clean and he quotes he says quote i'm not a criminal this controversy will not deter me from having good legislative success i will be effective i will be good uh, santos's professional biography was called into question after the New York Times reported that he misrepresented a number of claims, including where he attended college and his alleged employment history with high-profile Wall Street firms. Quote, my sins here are embellishing my resume. I am sorry. He confessed he never worked directly for Goldman Sachs or Citigroup. He's 34 years old. He worked at a company called LinkBridge. And apparently he made some money and he he did okay because he he lent his campaign a bunch of money because the national Republican party did not support him. And the rumor is, or the suspicion is that they knew they knew that he was a fraud and didn't, and didn't care if he lost. So they didn't back him with any money and he won. And now they're stuck with him, which is fine. He's uh, he's going to be kind of a pariah, but he will be, I think, uh, I hope a, re- a reliable vote for the Republicans and you can't afford to give up any seats. At this point, with such a slim margin, he says, I never claimed to be Jewish. I am Catholic because I learned my maternal, my maternal family had a Jewish background. I said I was Jew-ish, which is cute, but so what? Said, did he actually say I'm Jew-ish? Did that really win him a lot of votes? <laughs> and and uh, he's the first openly gay, non-incumbent Republican ever elected to the House. Also, this is good, faced accusations that he lied about his sexual orientation with the Daily Beast reporting that he was previously married to a woman until shortly before he launched his campaign in 2020 against Democrat Tom Swayze. Uh, He confirmed to the Post that he was indeed married to a woman for about five years, but insisted he's now a happily married gay man. (laughs) Come send the gay police. <laughs> the New York Times couldn't have found that out, that he was married to a woman during the last campaign, pretending to be heterosexual, but he's actually gay. This is such a great story, because the New York Times, another one of their, you know, uh, their the reasons they exist is to help, you know, gay people get ahead in in, in politics. They don't know what to do with this guy, you know, first openly gay Republican elected. And they maybe they could have outed him as a fraud who was pretending to be heterosexual two years ago, flipped, married a gay guy, married a guy and got elected. So they should normally the New York Times would be celebrating that, but they can't because he's a uh, a Republican who is now in the majority in the in the House and has no intention of resigning. So he goes on last night on Tucker Carlson, where Tulsi Gabbard was filling in for Tucker. And she just goes right at him. Um, In fact, it was a little uncomfortable because she, you know, you could tell she wanted to show the world that she was going to be tough on him. And uh, she was interrupting him. She starts off with a kind of a stupid question. What does integrity mean to you? And it was awkward and he tried to answer and she interrupted. And I was just watching, I was flipping around watching MSNBC and they were talking about what a great job she did. So she got what she wanted. She got the people on the left to uh, praise her for, for being tough on this uh, congressman elect, but you didn't get a lot of answers. He looks like a guy's a New Yorker. he looks like a guy who knows he's got a tough time, but he's up for it. He's not going anywhere. He's got an answer for everything. He's, you know, as, as he said, He's come clean. He's got it all out there. And he's just going to move on, move forward. He will be, you know, a whipping boy for the left, for the media, but he's, he's not going anywhere. He's not quitting and they can't fire him. They can't, they could They're talking about criminal charges for campaign finance fraud, but that won't happen. You're going to open that box up. And let's look at everybody. Let's look at all the campaign finance fraud. For all the incoming uh, congressmen and, and senators, and see see where that goes. They're stuck with him, and uh, and I'm glad. I think he's going to be he's going to be an interesting guy for the next couple of years. But let's listen to Tulsi go a little uh, try a little too hard to 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 sh- to prove that she was going to be tough on Congressman-elect George Santos. Go ahead, play it.
2: The thing is, Congressman-elect uh, integrity means yes, carrying yourself with honor but it means it means telling the truth, being a person of integrity. Of and if I were one of those in New York's third district right now, now that the election is over and I'm finding out all of these lies that you've told, not just one little lie or one little embellishment, these are blatant lies. My question is, do you have no shame? Do you have no shame in the people Whoa. who are now, you're asking to trust you to go and be their voice for them, their families and their kids in Washington?
3: Tulsi, I can say the same thing about the Democrats and and the party. Look at Joe Biden. Joe Biden's been lying to the American people for forty years. He's the president of the United States. Democrats oh, resoundly support him. Do they have no shame? This, Look, this I've is, made this very this clear. This is not this I is made, not made, about the Democratic
2: Party, though. This is about your relationship, no, frankly, with the people who've entrusted you to go and and fight for them. And I think one of the questions that that really probably hits home to a lot of people is is are you Jewish? We've got a letter that your campaign sent out earlier this year, which reads as follows as a proud American Jew. I've been to Israel numerous times for educational business and leisurely trips. (laughs) You said there in that letter that you are quote, a proud American Jew. How do you, how do you explain that?
3: My heritage is Jewish. I've always identified as Jewish. I was raised a practicing Catholic. I think I've gone through this. Even I've, not not being raised a practicing Jew. I've always joked with friends and circles, even with in the campaign I'd say, guys, I'm Jew-ish. Remember I was raised Catholic. So look, <laughs> I understand everybody wants to nitpick at me. I I'm gonna reassure this once and for all. I'm not a facade, I'm not a persona. I have an extensive career that I worked really hard to achieve, and I'm going to deliver from my experience, because I remain committed in delivering results for the American people. I campaigned on inflation, I campaigned on crime, I campaigned on education, I campaigned on delivering resolve for the American people. That's what the people of the 3rd Congressional District heard me on and on as I campaigned. Now it's going to be up on, uh, incumbent upon me to deliver on those results, and I look forward to servicing, you're, you're servicing exactly and, right. and serving my, pe- my district. I look forward to serving the, my people in my district to make the sure that they see that, that people this is are looking
2: what... For. The results that people are looking yeah, well, for I, are called into question when you tell blatant lies, not embellishments. And this is, this is, I think, one of the biggest concerns, Congressman-elect, is that you don't really seem to be taking this
1: seriously. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He's a New Yorker. And he's... he's, he's, he's He's up for this. I think he's ready for this. I think he knows they're going to keep coming after him. And he's like, Hey, nothing you can do. He does not. I think he's taking it seriously, but what else is he supposed to do? What does she want him to do? Do you have no shame? No, I have no shame.
0: My favorite part about this guy is his, his letter says as an American Jew.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's true. He didn't just say Jew ish. He said as a proud American (laughs) Jew. I mean, when you write that, and you know it's not true, man. You got to screw loose. He's nuts, which is why I think he'll be he'll be interesting to watch. But he he said to to get Tulsi Gabbard. He just said, you know, look with the president. <laughs> look at his resume. You know, we got we going to go through everyone's resume. His is bad, but Joe Biden's is worse. And Joe Biden's been reelected to the Senate what six times, vice president twice, president once his resume is full of lies. And, and he, he, to this day, he just keeps lying. This is a good, yeah, it's a good time to go back to this. This is er, this is when he was first running for the Senate, I believe. And, and listen to this in just a short, how long is this a minute? Yeah. Listen to the lies that this guy told to get elected to the Senate. Initially it's unbelievable. And at the time we had a media, at least some in the media who actually, uh, t- you know, did their jobs. And, uh, and and after he goes to his whole resume, all the lies, listen to how the media reacts to Joe Biden. This is before he became, you know, their darling, their candidate. And they just, they, 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 they fact check him. They actually fact check him, which is amazing when you think about it. They, there's something the media doesn't do anymore. But this guy got elected to the Senate and then vice president and then president with a resume just full of just fiction. Go ahead, play it. New Hampshire.
4: I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my, in my class uh, to have a full academic scholarship. Went back to law school and in fact ended up in the top half of my class. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at
0: the end of my year. I graduated with three
4: degrees from undergraduate school and 165 credits, only
0: 123 credits. Biden now concedes he did not graduate in the top half of his law school class, that he does not have three degrees from college, and that he was not named outstanding political science student in college. Newsweek says Biden actually went to school on a half scholarship, ended up
1: near the bottom of his class, and won only one degree, not three.
3: Joe Biden ranked 76th in a class of 85 at the University of Syracuse Law School. I mean, this guy comes off this whole thing as a flyweight. Now Biden says Newsweek is right. His memory had
0: failed him. And I'd be delighted to sit down and compare my IQ to yours if you'd like, Frank. Joe Biden was victimized by the truth.
4: Bye-bye Biden. He may not know it yet, but I think this is very going to be very difficult for him to recover. It.
0: Is Joe Biden dead meat? Yes or no? I
4: think
3: so. Bob. It's in terminal. Condition. Bob's <laughs> terminal. <laughs>
0: all.
4: Yes, unless he comes in third in Iowa. <laughs>
0: Morton dying. I say dead. dead. This is uh, this out. was his presidential campaign, by the way, his oh, first, was the first one. President, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, and I'm sorry, this was eighty-eight. But but I think many of the lies he told to get elected in the Senate and and people knew but then the media nailed him down on that when he was running in 88. I guess he was challenging some other Democrats. Uh, and uh, and so, so they they decided that was a good time to tell the truth about him. But that guy got elected, not for president then, but later on. When they just, they just went through, what, a half a dozen things he lied about? To me, I never, I don't know about you, Ironhead, but I never thought to embellish my resume because it just seemed like it'd be easy for them to catch you. And once they do, you're done. I mean, once you, they do, you know, you're, you're a liar forever. You're a fraud. They can't trust you. They're not going to hire you. It's amazing that we not just hire the guy, but elect him to the, the highest office in the land when everybody knows, I mean, I just went through the list. That's a partial list, by the way, of things he's made up to embellish his reputation. To embellish his history, his professional history, and and people just say, yeah, that's Joe. The New York Times says, uh, what did I, what the, uh, what was the term they used? He ran the a storyteller in boards. chief spins yarns that often unravel. Can you believe that a guy who lied over and over and over again about real stuff, real things, marching in the civil rights movement, and they say he's the storyteller in chief who spins yarns? And it's just amazing. Did they ever say that about Trump when Trump lied about this crowd size at the uh, at the inauguration about his golf score? Did they ever say he was a storyteller in chief who spins yarns? Uh, all right, let's get to uh, we got to we got to move. Um, but that is without a doubt my favorite story of the day. And just so you know, he's going nowhere. Everybody's going to call for his resignation. And George Santos, who is a proud Jewish man, is going nowhere. Uh, just picture George Costanza. Would he ever quit? He wouldn't quit. He didn't he even leave the office when he got fired. But Joe, uh, let's, let's do this. Let's do the Biden uh, vacation story because Joe Biden, while the uh, much of the country's in the grip, still in the grip of this uh, brutal winter storm uh, while the Southern border is overrun. Well, you know, fentanyl is killing hundreds of thousands of Americans Killing on average 275 Americans per day. Joe Biden decided it was a good time to head to the islands, to St. Croix. And you're not going to believe this, but he's staying somewhere for free. Very suspicious uh, circumstances. His brother, Politico, has the story, which is amazing. Politico did the story that his brother owns land there because he has some shady deal where he bought land from some lobbyist. You gotta read it to believe it. It's like everything else in Biden's history. It is is a dirty deal and he's taken advantage of it. But this is an amazing thing that the president leaves while people are literally freezing to death. Literally on the highways and and the roads in Buffalo, people are freezing to death. Um, flights, obviously we know thousands and thousands of flights are canceled. People are stuck, unable to get out and get to the destination for a week or more, just a nightmare for much of the country. And the president gives him the middle finger and says, I'll see you in St. Croix where well, he takes his whole family. Although Hunter wasn't on the plane, Ashley was. So, so Joe has someone to shower with. That's good. Some of his grandchildren, at least the ones he admit exist are with him. And there'll be video of him like splashing in the water or sitting by the pool while people die here in this country. The, the tone. De- this is the this is just another double standard. If this were a Republican, the headline in every newspaper on every newscast would be what a heartless bastard. You know, let them eat cake. He would it, they, they would not let him rest for a minute. But somehow it's OK for the guy who goes who vacations like spends seven months a year on vacation at his beach house needs a vacation in the middle of this national uh, crisis, uh, crises, multiple crises. But uh, let me find. Uh, let me find the story. This is this, uh, as usual, the New York Post, the only one who write it. New York Post writes, want to get away? Joe Biden left the White House Tuesday night for a tropical vacation in St. Croix to ring in the new year as much of the country deals with extreme cold and snowfall that's killed at least 65 people and canceled 10,000 flights. Uh, The 80-year-old commander-in-chief will bask in the Caribbean sun near an in-ground pool at a three-bedroom beachfront villa with sweeping views on the largest of the U.S. Virgin Islands. Uh, and then it goes on into the situation in Buffalo and, and Western New York. It is amazing how, how how just callous it is that you get on this plane and head to the Caribbean as we sit in the same, you know, newspaper on the same website, read about people dying in their cars. This is amazing. We, we have the story of this uh, 22-year-old woman in uh, – This in Buffalo, yes, it's in Buffalo, and she is stuck in her car on Friday, and she was heading to see her mother, uh, trapped in her car in Blizzard Rot, Buffalo. Uh, It took a random passerby to transport transport her corpse to the coroner after officials were unable to make it to the scene. This is a video she sends her mother outside her car, Uh, at the snow. And there's, there's another vehicle there idling, by the way, I don't know why she couldn't have gone to them for help. She's stuck. She still had power enough to open the window then, but she loses power and she freezes to death in her car, a 22 year old woman and a passerby finds her dead and brings her not a cop, not a fireman. The streets are just shut down. This, you know, there's supposed to be no cars on the road and some passerby throws her corpse into his car and takes her to the coroner. And uh, uh, according to her mom, it was thanks to this unnamed woman who were passing by that uh, she was able to gain confirmation that Andell, her name is Andell Taylor, had died. Also uh, receiving closure that the iced up body was out of the elements and finally put uh, to rest. <laughs> she spent eighteen hours in her car trying to wait out a historic snowstorm that is devastating Buffalo. And the death toll is rising and the streets are still closed and some people have no heat and they're and they there more people are gonna die and Joe Biden will be sipping a pina colada by the pool. Let's uh quick look back to a storm a couple of years ago. I don't know if you recall this, but there was a big ice storm in uh in Texas, uh, this was uh, almost two years ago, February of 2021. And Ted Cruz, his kids were on school vacation, it was February, decided to, they were already in Cancun, staying at a, at a uh, hotel in Cancun, and he wanted to join his family's kids, so he headed down there. The media went nuts uh, uh, and, and, and called him out. He had to turn around and come home and apologize. He says, quote, I started having second thoughts almost the moment I sat down on the plane because on the one hand, all of us who are parents have a responsibility to take care of our kids, take care of our family. That's something Texans have been doing across the state. But I also have a responsibility that I take very seriously to the state of Texas. And frankly, leaving when so many Texans were hurting didn't feel right. So I changed my return flight and flew back on the first available flight. I believe he spent one night there Uh, his his family was there because they had no power in Texas. They were freezing in their home. So they went to Cancun with a bunch of other families from their community and got a hotel and and got warm. So he went down and of course the media went nuts and all the late night comedians mocked him. He came home. This is a Senator and in Texas who's who, who was gone gone away for one night and they killed him. So the president can go away for a week to Saint Croix while people are literally freezing to death, and it's eh, no biggie. He deserves a break. He's had such a great year. Uh, let's uh, let's listen to what John Oliver, perhaps the most this most unctuous smarmy punk on all of uh, late night TV. I'm not sure he'll get to it. You know, Joe Biden this week maybe, but let's look back at what he had to say about a U.S. senator who went away for a night during a storm in Texas. Go ahead. And when
4: photos of him on the plane emerged, he came back the next day, initially implying that his plan had always been to just drop his family off and then come back, a claim that never really rang true considering he'd packed this suitcase, leaving his wife to solo parent two kids on vacation in another country while trying to figure out who in her
0: mom group doxed her. It's all amazing. Ver- being very, uh, you know, <laughs> standoffish, like, oh yeah, the mom's fine, she can be
1: fine. Just in a different so country A with senator goes away for a night and he does a segment on it, and the president goes away for a week while people are literally freezing to death. He's and not, not you
0: know, mentioning Eric Adams, who literally left and did the same true. thing,
1: and he's in New Eric York. Eric Adams has turned out to be the biggest fraud of them all. You know, he, he's, he's, he just wants to be famous. He just, just wants to that. be a
0: celebrity. He just wants to be famous. He's talking, there was one, uh, one time he was doing a speech and he was talking about hopefully there's some shorties wherever he's going. Dude, oh I'm like, are you seriously talking you like that? You know what? He's, uh, he's, he's
1: you know going to get reelected. He'll be there as long as he wants to be. But uh, he turned out to be a total fraud, a yep. total fraud. But all right, let's get to uh, let's get to Trump. <laughs> uh, let's do Shay and then we'll get to the latest from Donald Trump. You're not going to believe this. He gave an interview to some Trump hating media outlet and they burned him. You know, who could have seen that coming? You know, I, you, the guy will never learn. This is uh, for you homeowners and home builders out there. Did you know that Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps? Of course you did. I've been telling you about this. This is the best thing. I think it might be the best thing they do is their precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old staircase in an old home, Shea has great values with designs for any home. Available in concrete or you can customize the steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. Just like that, you call Shay, they come over, they take the old steps away, which, by the way, they're really heavy. That is a pain in the ass. They take the old steps away, they put the new steps. You can sit in the window with the AC cranking and watch it all happen. And when they're done, your house looks better and it's worth more. This isn't an expense, this is an investment in your home. Check it out. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. And by the way, you can also look for a job there. You can go to Shea Concrete or get on SheaConcrete.com. They're always hiring. It's a great company, a great place to work. Maybe it's time for you to upgrade your profession and go work for Shea. Check that out as well at Uh, SheaConcrete.com. Donald Trump sat down or had a phone call with a reporter named Olivia Newsy. Uh, with New York magazine. And she wrote about how his, uh, the people in his orbit, his campaign, his staff, it's lifeless. And people aren't, uh, aren't uh, very enthusiastic about things uh, around Trump. Whole story is amazing. It talks about how he doesn't do anything. All he does is hang around Mar-a-Lago, play golf, and there's no energy. Uh, Let me find some of the, uh, the quotes that set him off. It seems like a joke. The ex-Trump loyalist said, it feels like he's going through the motions because he said he would. Uh, That's just the beginning. It goes on and on. And uh, uh, it said, he quote, he just goes, plays golf, comes back and F's off. One advisor told the reporter at Newsy. He has retreated to the golf course and to Mar-a-Lago. His world has gotten so much smaller. His world is so, so small. Another advisor told Newsy of his recent controversial meetings at Mar-a-Lago, he doesn't have anything else to do. What else can he do? Why did he see Kanye? He wants to be relevant and he wants the limelight. Um, and, and Trump responds, I've been relevant from a very young age. I've been in the mix, to be honest with you. Um, Since announcing his candidacy, Trump has barely set foot outside of Mar-a-Lago and has for at least 28 days had not left the state of Florida. So what, the campaign hasn't, but but anyway, they referred, the whole story's about how lackluster things are around Trump and it's New York Magazine which hates him, and it's, it's a left-wing New York magazine. He, he, he complains about the, them burning him after he gave an interview. Okay, Donald, at what point will you understand that they're not your friend? You've been through it more than anybody. You've been burned more than anyone. You've sat down with Bob Woodward. You sit down with Maggie Haberman. They hate you. You really think Olivia Nuzzi was going to be different? Well, there she is. Uh, Which is no surprise, because he's so needy, and especially from New York media people, he thinks he can persuade them. He thinks he can win them over. So he sits down with this woman, and he writes, this is a true social post after the story comes out, and it's obviously not flattering. He writes, The faked and corrupt news is only getting worse. As an example, I agreed to do a short telephone interview for a once very good magazine, but now on its last legs and failing New York magazine, the reporter was a shaky and unattractive whack job known as tough, but dumb as a rock who actually wrote a decent story about me a long time ago. Her name is Olivia Newsy. Anyway, the story was fake news. Her anonymous sources don't exist and I'm happily fighting hard for our great USA. That is just pathetic. Can I just say, and and you know, I don't blame him for not campaigning yet. There's no one to campaign against other than the president. It's way too early to go uh, full, you know, full tilt into this campaign. I don't blame him for, you know, pacing himself and, you know, relaxing. Hell, New York Magazine's killing him for relaxing at Mar-a-Lago. I'll bet you they have no problem with Joe Biden relaxing at Saint Croix. But you did the interview. You agreed to sit down with New York Magazine. When I'm, I'm, I'm completely convinced he's listening to nobody now. There's no advisor who would tell him that's a good idea. And by the way, if she were, you know, if she looked like, you know, Sonia Sotomayor, you think he'd do the interview? He's just so superficial sometimes. And he's so gullible. You really think she was going to sympathize with you? You were going to get a positive story? What good does it do anyway? There's not one person who reads New York Magazine, not one who's going to vote for you, Joe uh, Joe Donald. Not one. And somehow, because you're an old New York guy, you think this is going to work. Just amazing. Just amazing how gullible. A guy like Donald Trump, 76 years old.
0: Well, he thinks he's still looked at in New York like he was in the 80s, and he's not.
1: Well, what does it take to convince him that he's not? It's just amazing. And he's talking about how relevant I am. None of that matters. You have two years to campaign. What good does doing an interview at New York Magazine? And he'll do it again. He'll sit down with the New York Times, Washington Post. He'll do it again, which is, again, something Ron DeSantis would never do. Newsy noted that a discussion with Trump was not indicative of uh, whatever. He sounded all, He sounded old all of a sudden, she said. Tired. There was a heaviness to him, a hollowness. He will turn 77 in June. That's great. So you give an interview to this woman because she's hot, and she talks about how old and tired and hollow you are, <laughs> and you're surprised. Gee, you see, only a way we could get... We could stop doing these interviews with hostile media outlets. Is there any way? I, I don't get, you know. How about this, Joe? How about this, Donald? Joe, whatever, same thing. You say, no thanks, I'm good. Boom, hang up the phone. Is that that hard? It's just embarrassing. He
0: has his own social uh, media platform. He could literally have anyone he wants interview him live on that platform.
1: It'll yeah, probably bring you eyes. You know, he, he did an interview with Dan Bongino the other day. He'll do Hannity, but... In, and those matter, especially if you're in the primary. You're running against DeSantis or Cruz or Mike Pence or whoever. You're not running against Joe Biden yet. Isn't that amazing that we might be looking at Biden versus Trump for like a year? Biden, a a 77 year old versus an 80 year old. And we, we, we might go through that whole thing again. It's just, it's just incredible. All right, a couple more things before we move here. Uh, you know what? I'm going to predict you know everyone's doing the the look back on 2022 and look ahead to 2023 2023 is going to be the year of the transphobe and i i don't mean transphobe meaning someone who's irrationally afraid of transphobe transgender people i mean transphobe as they use it somebody who calls who shines the light on these people and what they're doing to children and that's and that's why matt walsh from Daily Wire was named Transphobe of the Year by the New Republic. That's a pretty good honor. He wrote the book, uh, made the movie and wrote the book, What is a Woman? And he's just gone where people refused to go before. He's challenged the trans mob. He's he's told the truth about them, which they hate. And which brings us to Libs of TikTok, which this is the most revealing thing of all. Libs of TikTok, if you're not aware, is, a, is in a Twitter account who, that started by just because this woman, Chaya Rachek, saw these videos on, on TikTok of, of teachers who are grooming children, of drag queens, of kids who were who are uh, transitioning, just disturbing videos, and she reposted them for all the world to see. And they hate that when they, people learn the truth, they can't stand that. She became public enemy number one to the media, to the demo, to the liberals, to the trans mob. Trans mob has had their way with most people. They have the most ruthless, the most intimidating mob. They, as we saw with Leah Thomas, a, a, a biological man who beat who bullied the girls in the pool, and most of the media was afraid to call it what it was. It was just unfair. It was it was insane. But they were afraid of the mob. Well, Matt Walsh and Libs of TikTok have stood up to these people. And Libs of TikTok revealed herself last night in an interview with Tucker Carlson. This is the first time she's shown her face because she's been doxxed, she's been threatened. You go against this mob, they will come hard after you. And they've come after Walsh and uh, Chaya Rachek. Um, Well, she's had enough. She's coming out. (laughs) She's uh, revealing herself. And she did this interview and talked about what she does. And it's amazing how she's become a villain. She's become evil to these people. And all she does, essentially, I mean, she does occasionally tweet her own thoughts, but for the most part, she reposts. That's what she does. She's a danger to them because she reposts their own video, their own words. (laughs) and they hate that, you know, they want to, you know, they want to express themselves. They want to tell the world their story, but they don't want everyone to see it, everyone to hear it. And they certainly don't want people to be critical of them. She's done a great service. Um, she's done just invaluable work, showing people what, uh, what some of these people are up to that's, I mean, without her, I'm not sure we would have had the, you know, don't say gay bill in Florida. We would not have people waking up to the drag queen story hours, taking place in libraries where men mocking women dress up as, as, as garish, gaudy women and dance provocatively for children. She's exposed that done amazing work, but uh, let's listen to her talk in her own words with her own face revealed and then show you some of what she does exactly. But go ahead, let's listen. Is there anyone who
0: reached out to you, or who supported you, who took
1: your
4: yes. side? Um, yes. Really? First of all, you. Please. I really appreciate it, well, That's an easy one. Um, I will say this. When I was doxxed, um, someone from Ron DeSantis' team called me. Really? Yes. And she said, um, the governor wanted me to give you a message. Um, he said, "If you don't feel safe, or you or your family, if you need a place to go, to hide, to stay, you're you can come to the governor's mansion. What? He said we have a guest house for you, and you can come and stay as long as you need.
3: The governor of Florida. did?
4: Yes, I I can't even. I was like I was almost in tears. Like the governor of Florida. Like he's nothing but like and what, you're living in California. I'm living in California." And he took time out of his, I'm assuming, extremely busy schedule. you think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's the governor of Florida. And to send someone to call me to make sure I'm safe.
3: That's crazy. It's unreal. And invite you to stay at his house?
4: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
3: Well, I'm so glad I asked that question. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I didn't think it was that crazy, but... Uh, it, <laughs> this is going to be big going forward because they're going to want to stop her. And this group, this mob has gotten their way. They've been stopping people for a long time. I can attest. They haven't been able to stop Matt Walsh or a Chaya Raycheck, And they're going to keep exposing people. And this is an example. Some people don't know what she does. You know, they think because they listen to the mainstream media, they think she's some kind of bomb tosser who's, you know, like, like Walsh who's got commentary and criticizing them. What she does is find these insane videos and repost them for all the world to see. Here's one. This is a trans girl going
0: through. Uh, what does it say? First, trans intense. girl experiences her first intense period after
1: HRT. Okay. This is uh, this is a, this is a, a guy, a man, a, mo- a boy, whatever, pretending to be a uh, pubescent girl going through a period. And this was posted on TikTok and reposted by. Libs of TikTok on Twitter, and this is the kind of insanity she's exposing. Go ahead, play it.
0: Why? Stop. (sighs) Why is this thing not hot?
1: I swear to God, if anyone says welcome to womanhood, I'm going to lose my shit. (laughs) If anyone says welcome to womanhood okay this period is pretty tough (laughs) (laughs) I mean what do you make of that is he just is he is he totally brainwashed or is he is he acting what
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know maybe they had something
1: like beans or something Uh, it's just stomach but if you don't follow her that's the kind of thing you get from Chaya Raychik and I love the fact she's come out she's gonna keep going. She's going to keep doubling down because she's like Walsh in that she's motivated. These, these critics, the doxers, the Taylor Lorenzes out there and attacking her and, and calling her some right wing, you know, bomb tosser. They motivate them and they're going to keep coming. So I think in 2023, it's going to get uh, more confrontational and we're going to see more of these people and their great work. It's about time. When you think about it, it's amazing. It's taken this long for people to wake up to things like puberty blockers and surgery, surgery for children, trans kids, uh, just just nuts. And uh, and I think people are waking up. They're learning more. And states are, some states have outlawed it which is good. Places like Boston Children's have been exposed for doing surgeries on children, children who can't, you know, get a tattoo or watch an R-rated movie or drink a beer or vote are getting <laughs> irreparable surgery, life altering surgery. And I think normal, well-adjusted people are looking at it and say that is insane and uh, good for people like uh, Walsh and Raycheck for calling them out. We're going to be looking for more of that in 2023. But uh, that will do it for today. There is Creepy Joe looking at me again. You should have a picture by tomorrow of him, you know, frolicking in the waves or pretending, you know, they'll have one of those posed photos like the Clintons had on the beach in the Caribbean one time where they were dancing in their bathing suits. The phoniest photo op of all time. They're going to be, there'll be one of Joe and Jill on the beach or by the pool tomorrow. Uh, in the Caribbean, as more people freeze to death back here in the United States. And uh, the media will look the other way, as usual. But uh, that'll do it for today. Thanks to everyone for watching and listening. Thanks, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Here
0: tonight, Shaking my head And thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? tell me I'm not. Who take- like the show leave a
3: 5 star review on apple and spotify